Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Welcome to TFLP episode 444. We are live tonight, August 23rd. And uh, I'm Lucas. I'm here tonight with Rob. Hi, I'm Rob, uh, you know, former IP development manager at Hasbro. Like everyone on the cast is. Peter. Hi, I'm Peter Forever Destron. I, I actually brought a lot of. Uh, Great ideas to the to the to the fans, to the collectors, to the community, and uh, you can thank me for uh, just about anything you enjoy. And Anna, hi, I'm Anna. I'm an honest person. <laughs> oh, fun. Uh, there you go. As we talk about third party here tonight, so Wink. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, so tonight uh, we're having Rob on. He's he's finally coming back. It's been a few weeks here, a little while. Uh, I enticed him to come on because I was like, oh, we'll talk about uh, some third party here. Yeah, actually, I listened to the last two weeks. I was playing catch up on the podcast, and I don't know. I found myself commenting to myself the whole time, but you know, so be it. You make the ones you can make. And Rob is almost always entirely convinced that he's the only person in the cast who collects or cares about third-party figures, which every time we talk about it, I, he I always says something like, I'm like the only one who cares about this. So then all of us are like, we all collect some third-party. What's going you on? You collect some. I, I think my the, the problem is I get uh, like myopic on the piece that I enjoy, you know, um, and... <laughs> That's like the predominant thing in third party is the third party masterpiece stuff. You know, it used to be the chug style and then the masterpiece stuff took over. And so, like, I, I, it's hard to, for me to remember that there is other stuff going on, but <laughs> none of it is as still isn't as predominant as the masterpiece stuff. And Peter and I are the only ones that uh, really buy most of it any, anymore. Like I know every now and again, I think, you know, uh, Christian will go in on like the MMC stuff, right? Um, you know, and, and I know you'll pick up kind of, you know, random stuff here and there, but like, if you want to just sit and talk third party MP, like, you know, it's pretty much me and Peter, <laughs> you know, other, other people like to look at it and dabble in it, but, or they straight up hate it. I think Rick, uh, dabbles in it a little bit here and there. I don't think well, it's you're like right. as, you know, and I think Paul, they're, they're like, you know, so the other cast members is kind of like. You know, a one-off here or there. Like, if there's a Star Scream that comes out, Paul probably gets it. But outside of that, yeah. so it's a, it's I did a, a lot for a long time because I was really into Legends. I, I still am into Legends. I'm just my problem is I'm out of space, 
and it's hard for me to spend a like decent amount of money when I'm out of space. So I haven't been buying as much third party stuff, but definitely pretty loyal to MMC and a few other companies. You know, on that note, Anna, um, what is the legend third party scene like these days? I guess we can talk about that because I'm really well, ignorant. Be- I know it was before like super we do that, I kind of want to take a, a quick step back. So first off, um, I'm assuming everyone that listens to the show probably knows, but what is third party? Well, I wrote a dissertation on it earlier today. Because I was excited to talk about third party. Um, yeah, I was so passionate. Third party is um, people that make products that are obviously meant to be in the Transformers intellectual property, but aren't made by Hasbro or Takara or officially licensed in some way. You know, that like the Super 7 does Transformer stuff, right? But it's not third party. It's they're licensed, they're allowed to do it. Um, but yeah, it's all that type of stuff. You know, people like to blur the lines with fourth party which is generally when somebody knockoffs something that hasbro did but they make improvements to it and they call it fourth party because it's like it's not just a straight knockoff you know they put some ingenuity but it obviously is not it's not complete unique engineering either and then you get cases where a company known for third party then um goes and starts trying to do their own thing and it never lasts long it never goes well you know, like Fans Projects Retro Futures, probably my favorite of that. Um, and Van Project had the that one guy. Was it still core or was it still core the subline? And he had the little. So far chest. was the one guy. Uh, okay. What was it? Function X. Now, Function X was the line of. The well, I mean, maybe. Yeah. You know, the stuff mostly done by Jazai, uh, or designs by him. But yeah, and then like. Bad Cube did that Nature series or whatever, and they did one thing and nobody bought it, you know. Nail in the coffin. Yeah, so it just doesn't generally go too far when they do try to branch out. And then, of course, Nice was interesting because that started as, like, your pretty typical third-party things. Like, oh, it's an RC homage. It is totally their own thing, but it's obviously an RC homage. And then they got scared over time, and, like, all the RC was wiped from it, and now it's just its own thing. Yeah, and what's so, interesting so it's not really third that, party anymore. It's a unique product. I th- but, see, I I, I so do disagree with that. I think like I think like it's pointless to argue like the pedantic definition yeah. of third party because it's just like honestly, when we talk about third party, we pretty much mean transforming action figures that look and feel like transformers but aren't branded by Hasbro or Takara. I like well, typically I mean, that's about as far as we go like broadly. Right? We've had, we've had, like, Rick has kind of talked about it when he was on, you know, at Hasbro 2, and obviously it was, it's a while ago that things Rick's have Rick's the former brand manager at Hasbro, like myself. We used to Rick. work together. I didn't know Rick was at Hasbro. That's news. Yeah. Sorry, we were keeping it a secret. It would be so, really on the down low. But, uh, but anyway, ne- nevertheless, he kind of talked about that to where there's a blurry line with third party is, is like how much they can infringe on the 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 likenesses and whatnot and and not and so we've had separate episodes to talk about that uh but essentially the things that are knockoffs like if you use you know names from hasbro if you use the uh symbols uh the symbols and whatnot of transformers all that type of thing like all of that like is it's really easy for hasbro or takar to go after the companies for those types of things if you use the same you know tooling and figures like if 
if the uh, transformation of the figure is exactly the same, all, all that type of thing, like that's easy for them to do it. Whereas the third party stuff is, it's a little more, you know, legally gray area and they haven't brought cases against them, you know, yeah. uh, at think, this point. At I think the way he said it was, it's, you know, like if they tried to fight it, they're like, okay, wait, are we going to say we own every red and blue transforming truck guy? Like, you know, that's, like, and obviously, like, with the head sculpts and stuff, it's obvious who it is, but especially if it's based off media. But, you know, it's just, it's some, I think they hate it, but it's not worth it. Well, I think the and, reason people define it, Anna, is because part of the fandom says, oh, all third party is knockoffs, you know, as Ron's saying in chat. Um, and so when people are like, you know, this is done by a third part, a typical third party company, but it's not, is just to say, hey, this is completely unique on its own, like Unrustable Bastards. You know, it's like, like that's not third party. It's no. a complete, you know, its own thing. Um, but it obviously is made by a guy that designed a bunch of third party stuff. You know, it's like it's also in that vein. And it, um, it's just I think to try to separate the conversation for some people who do consider, oh, all third parties should be illegal or whatever, and are you know, big haters. It's like, well, this is completely unique. But you know, it does people being pedantic on the internet is the end of it, which you know. And it really is like that. That's the end. And the it's a slightly annoying part for me just because it comes down sometimes to like, you know, oh, this one is a third party transformer and therefore classy and good and better than other toys. But this one isn't. So therefore, you know, it's not good or not interesting. And it's just like it's a little bit of a frustration sometimes because, you know, personally, as a collector, I care less about it being an official character. I care less about it being the exact replication. I think it just all comes down to collecting differently, which is totally, I'm always encouraging it. Some people don't. Well, and I think like third party has, you know, over the years has kind of like split off with what they've been doing. So, you know, we've been at yep. it for a while. And so a lot of the third party, you know, years ago was kind of to help supplement some of, you know, people's uh, classics mainline collection, like to get the characters that Hasbro wasn't going to do. Well, now Hasbro's doing all those characters. So, um, you know, they've kind of went away from that. And then now they're, you know, there's one area of third party where they're going down the, you know, masterpiece and trying to supplement Takara with that. But then there's a handful of companies that have kind of really, you know, like, been a step above everybody else and that's you know the uh fans toys the uh mmc the um x trans bots like those sometimes x trans bots well <laughs> you know like there's been some other companies like we had mentioned back cube before where they kind of you know have um got crowded out and whatnot by you know some of these other companies especially if, you know, fans toys over the years where they will like show off renders ahead of time and kind of scare some of the other companies from doing, you know, those those same figures and, and whatnot. It's been kind of a game because a lot of the third party back in the day, they would like show off renders years ahead of time before they release something. And now a lot of the companies are kind of, you know, keeping things close to the vest just because 
Um, you know, they don't want the other companies releasing the exact same figure at the exact same time, but it always seems to happen like where we have like a thousand Predakings or Megatrons or whatever it may be that just, or Springers or whatever that release at the same time. To me, the, the third party move that was really weird this year, that's kind of like, I think is actually blurred the line. I think Big Firebird did nicely, and now they've established themselves as their own company and their own thing and their own like weird niche. But we'll get to that in a little bit. But I think the really weird one is we talked about MMC and how, you know, they're kind of like step above. Everybody's always like, oh, it's an MMC product. I know it's going to be good. And then, you know, they release figure after figure from their um, reformatted line. And then we get Eris. You know, we get the their original character woman tarn type of person that is not a not what rob would define as a third party transformers figure but obviously a third party transformers figure because it's tarn but a but gender swaps basically so it's just like a really weird line there where a established company had decided to be gutsy enough to make their own toy after years of and you know it's kind of similar to when fans project made their own retro combiner type of thing to just be like hey we're established we make a lot of toys now we've made our own character does this still sell the answer was obviously yes with that figure and you know to me i hope that happens more because i think it's really super cool when that happens well and eris was an interesting figure too because they bizarre they well it was very limited like i didn't realize at the time that they were essentially making them to order like whatever they uh, had had put up for the pre-order through their own store like that was it and so I probably would have if I would have known that I, I would have you know probably went ahead and put my order in sooner I'm hoping they do a second run of it uh, you know at least limited maybe like a TFCon exclusive or or something along those lines so that I can you know get my hands on because it, it looks like a you know from what everyone said that's gotten it it seems like a very good figure and, and really you know neat and whatnot and something that you know now that they've established that reformatted world you know I, I think that that you know those types of characters can kind of slot in with the rest of the figures that you have with that line even though it's not supported by uh the fiction from hasbro and she's right. great as a pre-tool for nautica i hope so i really hope so but there's something else about it is that like maybe it isn't that big of a move for mmc because they have released a few um repaints as con exclusives that are nobody you know, like their their gold and black um, mirage. That wasn't anybody, right? That was just no. they were just having fun with it. Type it's of a black thing. Yeah. So they they've kind of always just done having fun with it, and now they actually made a mold to have fun with it. So I hope that moves on. Yeah. But then still, no one will acknowledge Gosh darn Calculation King as his own man. Uh, no one knows Eris, what you're talking about. Eris is isn't I think a really interesting thing on just because it's it's not based on anything but like I said it, it's an obvious like half tarn homage yeah. but good luck like if you there's a bunch of third party stuff I feel that you could grab and like make a you, any lay person you could set in like this is obviously an Optimus Prime but they go yeah but you know they say well this is a tarn figure they're like eh, you're gonna have to do more to convince me right you know so it's it's super blurry it's an interesting case very strange yeah it's neat i hope it did well for them 
if it sold out, I guess it did. So I'm really hoping for a repaint for one of the cons. I'm really hoping that the con exclusive for TFCon is going to be that mold of someone else. Like, I don't even care who. I, I really like key green to, to talk about MMC, who's you know one of the oldest companies that's still around. Um, you know, they started off way back with their Choo Choo Optimus Prime that was not good. I mean, I, I still have mine, but it was not good. Um, you know, and it and there was an Insecticon train that never made it out. Makes me sad. You know, but they eventually found their their place, and then now, of course, you know they're super IDW. Um, I think Eris is. I'm trying to figure out what the hell to do um, because I've heard that the last few things they've made, other than Optimus, like didn't do so great. Like it didn't hit the numbers they want. Like Chrome Dome didn't sell as well, and I don't think Wrong has sold as well as they'd like. You know, and so it's. I think it's kind of winding down the reformatted line, and they're trying to figure out what should we do now. You know, they wrapped up the DJD, which was awesome. I'm really glad they did that. Um, and I'm stoked for Rung. Um, but, you know, not everyone is. Not everyone liked Chrome Dome. Um, yeah, I, I hope to hear more from them. All we know right now is um, uh, their uh, Protect the Bots that they're working on. You know, which I... Yeah. I'm hoping with TFCon that they, you know, show off a lot more. But, yeah, maybe, again, another one of those things where... You know that that they're trying to figure out, like you know what what they want. I mean, I think that for the most part, you know, they've released. Uh, you know, I, I'm happy with the most of the set that we've gotten from the Lost Light crew. Like, I'd love to have a Nautica, like you guys had mentioned. I'd love to have um, uh, if they could do an Ultra Magnus, and I think that would probably sell well as well. Um, but I. It seemed like that they were going to do, uh, you know, Grimlock and the Scavengers and all that, like, at one point. But I feel like they're probably pulling back from that. Grimlock is canceled. Grimlock, Grimlock's officially canceled. Yeah, did they gone. officially... When did they They, they saw that? Planet X's, and we heard, we heard word. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, makes sense. They saw Planet X's, which looks amazing, and they're like, okay, that's way better than ours. Just never mind. Yeah. You well, know, like I mean, they just, even they if didn't want to get not, into that fight. Like, I mean, yeah, e- even if it's not, you know, way better, if it's the same, like, on par or whatnot, like, the fact that Planet X is going to come out with that figure, you know, ahead of time, like, I mean, it's just not going to sell. Like, everyone that wants it is going to buy that one, you know, kind of thing, too. So, I don't know. And I'm like, curious, I, like, that Deathsaurus, like, is that going to come out? Because, I mean, that was pretty close it's to not the canceled. out. It's still not out. It's it's still not done, and it's not canceled. So, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Kudos to MMC at least for not getting into a fight. You know, overall, I think MMC is really can or not MMC. Sorry, third party has really cannibalized itself. We used to have a lot more, and I just felt they choked the market out on themselves. Um, and at least for the the masterpiece side of things, like. Fans' toys directly to blame for that. I mean, I mean, it, ultimately it's the consumer's choice, right? Like nobody put a gun to their head. But fans' toys, a hundred percent plays dirty with, oh, a third party is about to release something. Here's our renders to try to stop it. Yeah, you and know, and they've works. done that multiple times, and it worked. Yeah. And that's yeah. um, that is explicitly what has led to the past two weeks with X Transpots. Keith has been working on a lot of those toys for a long time like it's obvious right like 
how do you get that many stuff? And a lot of them are renders. You know, the Perceptor is like a, a sample from the factory that no one had heard about, right? And so it's like, bloop, here it is. It's done. It's about ready to go, right? <laughs> you know, like that's him fighting fans toys on the front lines. Um, you know, him trying to, it's because he didn't want to announce stuff ahead of time. Because fans toys will just drop renders just to cannibalize at least some of the cells. There's definitely a lot of people say, oh, well, if fans toys going to do it, I'll just wait the seven years until it comes out. You know, hopefully. <laughs> right. Yet, well, fans, I love fans toys, but they've yet to finish a combiner. I don't think they know how. And I, I, I honestly, like, I got the Superions from them, the, the three pieces. I don't think they know what to do. I think they're really struggling with how to handle the weight. That's what I read somewhere is that they, they went back to the drawing board on their was a dead end. Uh, it's supposed to come with all the combiner stuff to to rework all that. of it. Hey, Phil. Hmm. Good evening, folks. I wonder so what they're going to do with, like, I'd assume, like, hmm. I mean, that's the thing no that's so funny about, like, in general with all these combiners. I still feel like Zeta you know, Toy World or whatever has, is the one that's done the best combiners just because, like, they didn't make the figures, like, loaded up with die cast and whatnot, and they did faux parts and all that kind of thing that people don't like, but it makes the combiners more stable. It does. But also a lot of people pick it up and says this doesn't feel like a masterpiece toy. No, I agree. I mean, it might not feel like it, but when I put it, you know down on it like i don't put on a shelf it's big it it looks like it's masterpiece um i mean it's not as much glossy parts but my my zeta superion is i love that thing but probably my favorite combiner you know that and and you know orden uh are probably my two favorite combiners there and and orden's got its own sort of unique look versus you know zeta superion is you know that, that that's Either you want it right out of the toy or right out of the cartoon. That looks spot on. Orton doesn't look masterpiece at all to me, in my opinion. I, he sits with my classic combiners. I love him. And you're right, he yeah. has that wink, unique look. Yeah. Um, but uh, Which one's Orton? Uh, the, the, Abominous. The Abominous, yeah. Oh, unique, yeah. Unique toy is Abominous. Yeah. Um, that, just like I like their I like their Bruticus, but I like, yeah. I like the MMC one more, which also has... Is it a masterpiece? Is it not? Where does it slot? How does it feel? It's it's subjective. Yeah. Well, and the thing that I wonder about fans toys these days is, I mean, Takara did this too, but fans toys, like the price of fans toys really ratcheted up in this last year. Like the, the most recent run of, of figures, like you've kind of seen it where, I don't know, what are they probably 50% more expensive than what they were back in the day? Um, and so I kind of wonder if, you know, that they're just like, Hey, we're going to go out, man. This is going to have all the paint you want, all the die cast you want. It's going to feel like a premium figure and whatnot. And then you have some of the other companies where they're like, you know what? Like, like, yeah, as nice as, you know, the, whatever perceptor might be, if you don't want to spend $200 on that thing. Like, come over here to X-Transbots and we'll give you a, a nice-looking Perceptor that still, you know, feels really good, but is a little bit cheaper. A little I bit cheaper, more, more accessories. Uh, it, it doesn't have that, that feral pre-order madness that you see in the in the fans' 
fans toys facebook groups and on on uh, different boards and stuff it's a cult that fans toys uh it's what the chat was talking about too is just that xtb is actually obtainable and i don't know if the differences in production numbers or just the fervor but like i find fans toys uh mini bots are pretty easy to get yeah um you know like some of them you can still go buy them in stock right now like some of their stuff they're, they're actually right now. TF Source, I think, is having a sale on some of those fans' toys So yeah, they're having put the customer put appreciation the sales everything back down to normal prices. Yeah, yeah. So but the works. big dudes, man, they sell out immediately. Uh, it's it is a fervor, and it's like, well, all right, here's the, like the fourth tier of websites that someone listed that has one. I'll put in a pre-order and hope that uh, it comes through, and I don't lose my money, right? Um, you know, it's like, is anybody ordered from here? You get a few people chiming in. It's like, okay, all right, I guess it's okay. Um, as far as the price thing, like, maybe Fans Toys is, you know, monopolizing on the, or capitalizing on the situation a little bit, but, like, that's that's across the board for everybody. From, you know, yeah. Super 7 to Hasbro to Takara Masterpiece to yeah. X-Transbots to Fans Toys. It's, everyone's prices went up because everything costs more right now. Right. Um, you know, and and some of these pieces were going up pre-pandemic. I mean, look at RC Masterpiece compared to you know, a lot of the car bots before her. It's considerably more expensive. Um, so, I mean, I get it. I think Fans Toys, yeah, did they, they saw that they're the secondary market for like their Insecticons and right. Quietus and all those other things were insane. And so, why, if they had the ability to make more, why would they not? They're they're not they're not a you know, a sports stadium where you have a limited capacity of how many seats you could sell, they can sell as many of those things as there's a demand for. And so the scarcity really drove up the demand for their products. And, you know, we'll see if it's coming down now. I mean, certain stuff have started, the bubble has popped on certain things. Like you're, you can go to Targets and Walmarts now and see Legos on clearance. And that was not the case for the last 12, 18 months. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So well, I, I want to kind of, since we got into X-Transbots a lot, and since X-Transbots is what kind of inspired us to do the show this week, why don't we go ahead and just start talking about the, like, reveals? So what all's coming soon that we heard about that has us excited? Can we bring Christian just to run through the list like he did last week? With the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he won't it's third party, he won't well. know it. Yeah. He used to, but then he was all like, oh, I'm going to quit third party because I have self-control. So... Is that a shot against those of us who still do third party? Or like, you know, Rob doesn't do mainline, so no, that's you know. a shot against everyone ever. Okay. Wow. I, I dab I still dabble in the mainline. I just it's like I pick up like one figure here and there, you know. Yeah, you get the the J Blav and sound wave and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I have like I have Ramjet over here. You know? That sound um, wave you know, was the toy I was waiting for my whole life. He's in there Ram probably. Box. But yeah, so X-Transbots, um, you know, probably start out with the thing that interests the least amount of people, and that's the next of their um, Quintessons. They got the dude with the spindly arms coming out. You know, we saw him a bit ago. He has electronics and stuff again. Um, did anybody other than me get Dr. Egg? Nope. Nope. I, I saw the explosion thing, and then I waited, and then other things distracted me, and... and... Yeah. To be clear, the explosion thing, that guy. He did it to himself. Yeah, he did it yeah. to himself completely, but it caused a, a little, a little, a little uproar. And I was like, Ooh. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. That thing was really stupid, and I loved it. Like I like, I was ready to be mad at myself for buying it, and it's so silly. Like it's it's the definition of excess, and I think that's a lot of what we see with like Takara, right? With like Takara masterpiece and with X Transbots masterpiece is they try to go all in with the accessories, and some people hate that because they think, oh, you cut all that out and it would knock fifty dollars off. It would never knock fifty dollars off, guys. No. Like these are just bunt. The price is already set that they want to write it at, and these pack ins help it feel like it. And, you know, it just kind of makes it worthwhile for them to even do it. But I don't know. It was so neat. The electronics are a bit janky, like you would expect. I'm sure the electronics in this will be a little janky, too. But I don't know. It's so cool. It's a big chonking piece. Um, I don't know. I ended up really liking it. I don't know. It's probably like clearance at half off or something, right? Do, but the new, one, the new one looks very cool, too. Does I'm that looking Dr. forward Egg, to it. Is that transform in any way, or is it just a piece, like... No, I mean it. Ro- it rotates the. Um, it's. It has the extra ship that works as a remote, you know, and it rotates and it makes sounds and it lights up. Yeah. Um, but it's funny, like the remote has to be really close to it <laughs> to get it to work. <laughs> it's this um, height of excess. Just a tangent before it falls out of my head. Is charging masterpiece prices for Autobot Spike or the, uh, the guys who guarded Vector Sigma. The domehead dudes, the sentinels. That's that's the height of excess. Doctor Egg is, I'll allow it. I'll, I'll spend I'll spend that half price on it. I mean, I was I don't know that it's on sale. That was just me, riffing. But I'm gonna go find it right now. Yeah, yeah. So that's that was you know one we seen out. We saw a video of it. That one's probably coming sooner. Obviously, like in the backpack, they have their revised lock that's supposed to come out um they showed some pictures i think there was some i think i saw a notable difference in like the shin or something um but you know i didn't analyze it that heavy supposed to fix it supposed to not be garbage like a lot of people's lock was um i didn't get mine it got lost in shipping when you say lock that's the cup right the cup their cup yes yeah um i don't know i'm hoping this next one is good they said it's back in their own factory now and blah 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 it was obviously they showed Springer off like a couple months ago. Um, and it was like it was about to come out, right? And we're still sitting here. Like some of the colors looked bad and they said they were going to go back and fix them. So I guess we'll see on that. But to get to some of their new interesting stuff, the uh, uh, the Mellaway cars. Um, was it Omnibots? Omnibots? Yeah. Yes. So those are cool. Those yeah, are super those cool. Those look really, really neat. I feel like I. I not as 100% on board as I want to be on those because I feel like X Transbot gave them designs similar to how they would have looked had they appeared in the cartoon. And so, like, I only had Overdrive as a kid, and he's he's weirdly portioned, proportioned, and they made him more normal proportioned. And I kind of, it doesn't quite hit the nostalgia spot for me with him. For me, I had all three of them as a kid, and then my first car was a white Toyota Celica XX or Supra, the 85 Supra, and then my buddy, his first car was a silver Mazda RX-7. So that's that's downshift and camshaft right there. So yep. those just, like, get right in that nostalgia button and get it. And I'm a big fan. I can't wait. Yeah. You know, it's 
it's super cool to see somebody finally touching those toys. Um, you know, cause we haven't, I mean, really touching them the way Peter was demonstrating. It. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, a tool wrote a song about that. Um, but... so, um, the Minnesota that they come out with, did, did those sets all come out? Like, is that, is that done? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the G2 stuff hasn't released yet, but right. like they've shown it all, uh, like the G2, main dude and trailer and stuff i think well, are coming, i wasn't so. sure if like the trailer and then didn't they have another kit with like all the extra bits and whatnot bits and bobs i know that and... they did for the first one i don't know if they did for g2 or not the youth version is coming right no am i thinking yeah didn't they do the youth? yeah the i don't youth know i don't know com- about the kit i know the rest of it is the trailer, they said they're doing a youth version trailer, yeah? Yeah, like you can pre-order that right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, The um, with the Omnibots, it's it's neat to see a third-party toy of something that wasn't in the cartoon because, or sorry, Masterpiece, because Masterpiece is all about the cartoon these days, right? And, you know, like I can understand Phil's point, but, you know, I think trying to make what it would look like in the cartoon is kind of the point. Um, but it sucks you like if you wanted something different, but there isn't really like masterpiece they, chug, you, you know. Although Takara show up in the manga. The Omnibots did show up in the Gen One manga. I have that big book of that. It's untranslated. I don't know why. Were I'm they in the, the Marvel comic source book? No. The universe? No. They did show up in Dreamwave after getting stomped off panel by Minasaur. Yeah, I remember they were in the Dreamwave one. Um, also in that line was, finally, in, to me, Punch Counterpunch. I have been wanting, who, who actually showed up in both series, both uh, you know Season 4 and Headmasters, um, with different animation. I don't know if I like how they handled the release. Um, because I don't. <laughs> it's two different releases. Yeah, you know, it's terrible. Like it should have been head, clip right? on part. Is there anything else different? Yeah, there's some, other, there's okay, some other. There's some other little things. Yeah, like some stuff. <laughs> That's just chest. so frustrating. Because like, I was sharing that like I'm super excited for that release. Like it's really cool because I, I was disappointed with the Titans Returns ish release of Couch Bed Couch. <laughs> we'll just call him Couch Pounder Couch. couch. Yes, um, punch counter punch because I just didn't like it. You know, it's it, the legs are icky, the heads meh. The it, it's not great, so I didn't like it. I decided, you know what? I really like that old sideswipe and um, sunstreaker mold, so I'll go back and get the old collector's club or whatever the hell it was, punch counter punch. And then I got it. It realized just how small its head was and how like crappy the whole thing held together. And I was like, oh no, I like this even less. Luckily, that one was held its value really well, so whatever. It didn't like, I didn't lose anything on it. And then I went ahead and got the the new version of the new mold that is better colors, which helped it a little bit, but I still hate it. So I'm glad to get a new one, but I don't. I decidedly do not want to because I've I want motivation to take it off the shelf and switch it back and forth. But the way they're releasing it. The Autobot side I like more is on one of them. The Decepticon side I like more is on the other. So if I just bought both, I'd never have to swap it, which is the exact opposite of what I want to end up with it because I want to play with it. Anyway, it, sorry, rant over. No, I, I agree. Like, what kills me 
on it is if ever there was a toy that you're like, you know what? I don't think we need to try to immediately get double dips on it because it might happen anyways. Punch mm-hmm. counter punch is going to be it because some people will buy two of it anyways to display both modes. Right. And you know, like it would be kind of neat to take, you know, to get a, the Japanese version and the American version, you know, both like that, but I'm, I'm not going to, I just don't have the space for it. Um, I'm just going to get the Japanese one because headmasters actually at least ran for a while. Right. Wasn't just shut out like season four. Um, not that it was good, mind you, but you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know why you just wouldn't put all the bits and bobs in there. And, and it, it felt, it just felt a little gross. I like both faceplates. That's all I want. I don't, I don't care about any other bits and bobs. I just want both faceplate faces because they look better. Yeah, way, I'm totally I'm super happy one. it's coming out. Um, like, I miss that one. Like, so they're releasing it as two different figures? Yes. yes. The and each figure turns into two, two figures as well, you know, because it's both sides. But yeah. They're not a lot different, Lucas, but they're different enough that it pisses off some of us. <laughs> If you know what you're looking for, the differences are obvious. If you're somebody that just vaguely knows that punch counter punch exists, you won't wow. care, right? Like you'll just grab one and you'll be content with it. But if you're like, that's the wrong faceplate, that's not what it looked like over here, you know that type of stuff. Then I got you. Then you feel differently. So yeah, it's mainly the faceplate. Filthy casual, you won't you won't get it. Hey, ignorance is bliss, my man. Yeah, I wish I could go when back. When it comes to this fandom, hell yeah. All right, um, so. I don't know. I thought that whole batch, those four cars were super great. I think that's stuff that has felt missing for a long time. And I was well, th- there was other cars too. The the runabout run amok. So, yes. So there was they did like wave of cars, and then we'll get to the other wave that they they showed as well. But the car wave was substantial, and what I I would say would be a year's worth from a third party. You know, to get the wave of all the cars that they showed, the six cars. To me, that's that's a whole year's worth of third-party releases. There's no ifs on it because that's one, two, three, four, five. That's six figures. Yeah. That you know, plus everything else they've got announced. Um, you know, and they haven't put anything out in a while. Like, you know, a lot of people we we do bitch about like fans' toys super slow releases, right? But if you consider all the reissues they do every year, fans' toys puts out a lot every year. Um, I just think they've been smaller runs lately because they're trying to get more characters out. I, th- I think it's part of it. You know, the the reason why everything sells out so quick, but like, I mean, if they get six figures out, you know, even reissues like that's, that's amazing, you know, and I think you have to own your own factory anymore to get any type of stuff like that out, that volume. Um, so I don't think we'll be seeing some of this stuff for a while. But yeah. Right, so my question would be, and this comes to any third party discussion. You guys talked about this with, with MMC a few minutes ago, like, will we actually see all of this stuff? And I think that was a question I asked last week about the leaks. You know, we're not done talking about these third-party releases, but what's the what's the percentage of these, you know, pre-orders that will actually be fulfilled because they actually make the toys? I think the number will be high, personally. It'll be high. I don't think it'll be 100%, because I'm never that optimistic, ever. I feel like usually Fans Toys has released most of what they've shown off like through the years. I think but they have a Trailbreaker and a Blitzwing, I think, that like still are Super. like never seen, you know, haven't seen the light of day, but uh, other than that, most of their stuff they have released. Like, I don't I think, mean, I think it's not talking. coming out, though. And I think by the time pre-orders go up, 
if it comes from the the manufacturer, right? Like some places, like oh, somebody put out a render and they're they're ready to take your five dollar pre order right away, right? Um, but I think stuff that at least if X Transbots list it, they're planning on make it. So unless they get shut down or they quit, like I think it's all going to come out. Um, well, I feel be- like most of these companies, when they haven't released something, it's or have put it on the back burner, it's because like five other companies did it at once. Like that's where I feel like that Springer that they probably would have came out with it earlier. And then I think that, like, X-Transbots back in the day, didn't they have an Inferno, which I don't even know if they had Yes, they killed it. They did. They killed it because three fucking ones came out at the same time, then, like, plus the Takara version. And they're just like, we're we're just going to back off, and now they're like, why bother? No, we're good. Right. Um, Kind of at that same time, to move off from the cars, which are still amazing, but so many characters everybody's been waiting for for a long time so happy somebody's doing them uh is their galvatron which they've revised and so that is one you know that fans toys announced at the time you know fans toys pulled a fans toys and so they backed off and focused on other things and then they've revised the design and then they showed it and people had complaints and so they went back and revised it again to make it even better like it had like some really gross hinges in the front and stuff that was the main thing i'm sure they fixed a few other things too um you know, that's just 3D renders at this point, too. Like, I don't think they, you know, we don't have samples or anything. So I think it's still a while out. But what do people think of that? Because I know some of us have fans toys Galvatron, which, you know, is generally considered a really good figure. You know, and used to command stupid secondary market prices. I don't know if it still does because fans toys has reissued it several times in multiple colors. I think. Go. Ahead, Go. No. Go. You go. Okay, I'll be fast. I'm just gonna say most. <laughs> Good job, Peter. Most of the time, um, Galvatron figures don't excite me because when I look at them, I, I just like instantly see a flaw, and then I just I just go away. Uh, I don't know why I'm so picky with Galvatron. Um, I've had the DX time for a while, and it's my favorite. And why I can't even explain. But this one actually caught my eye. It made me actually think like, hmm, I guess I should get that one maybe. And, you know, that's a lot further than any other Galvatron's got me in a long time. It does It does some cool stuff that Fans Toys doesn't. Like, Fans Toys gun mode is bad. You're right. You know, but, like, that's if you're going to sacrifice a mode, most people would pick the alt mode, right? Um, you want the robot mode to be sharp. And the robot mode is really sharp on the Fans Toys one. Um, I don't like the transformation. So I am down for another competitor in that but with all of this x transbots stuff their last couple of figures have sucked for engineering like they were on such a good kick with the um with the minosaur stuff all of the main bots on that are fantastic they're fun uh i find them intuitive and but then they came out with the trailer the trailer is miserable it's a piece i don't know it's a piece of crap i hate it uh, it, it just ruins the whole experience and then Lock came out and is super fiddly. Like just you can tell that from reviews. Um, it's really complex. And then their Streetwise came out, really complex. And it's a car transformer. Like how are you still making car? Tra- like you just did four for Minosaur and they were excellent. Why is this car so complex? And now they announced six super anticipated cars. And I'm just like, oh man, are these all going to be nightmares? Because no one else is doing these characters, right? It's like so, I'm going to buy them. You know, but like, man, I hope they're I hope they're fun, or at least decent. 
you know, I hope they're not miserable. And then same with their Galvatron and their Springer, because I've been holding out on the, for their Springer since they first announced it. I never really liked the look of uh, Fans Toys one uh, overall. Like, it wasn't terrible. I was just like, I like that one better. I'll wait for it. I didn't know I'd be waiting this long. I very much feel like I've got my Fans Toys Galvatron slash Sovereign, just like I had my Fans Toys Coot slash Cup. I'm really happy with those. Are these other ones different slash slightly better? I, that, I think that's pretty subjective, but the fact that I've already got what in my mind is, is darn near close to perfect. I mean, if it was really easy for me to sell those two and, and, and replace it with, you know, an X Transbot one, cause I like it better. It would have to really impress me to replace what I have. And, and so far they haven't I'm not saying they're bad, but it's just not even if your it's box better, is checked better enough to, to get me to replace what I have. Well, yeah, I, I think that you good. should be able to uh, sell the fans' toys, whatever it is, pretty easily um, on, on the secondary market and per, perhaps even make a profit on that. But, um, you know, I, I do think that there is room now, like, you know, that uh, Sovereign has is a relatively old toy at this point, like, you know, old uh, in third-party terms. And so I think that there is, you know, that... You know, there's been some tricks and whatnot that, um, you know, they've kind of done more recently uh, that I think that they could do. Like, you know, if they put in, I can't remember, is there uh there's no ab crunch, I don't think, on the Fans Toys one. No, I but I don't know if there is on right? Pretty sure. But, like, I don't know that X-Transbots has that either, though. Yeah, right? maybe not. But, like, so I think that they have an opportunity, you know, maybe if they go more cartoon accurate and, and you know, whatnot. Yeah, I mean, that one is very cartoon accurate, except for the gun mode. The gun mode's, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. all squat and stubbly, and he uses his arms for the things, which they shouldn't be because they're, like, a flat panel, you know, like, just things of that nature, which X-Transbots does. But I think, you know, talking about how technically how old that figure is um, and how it's still coveted, you know, by a lot of people just really shows like how good that design was and still is, to be honest. Like, yeah, there's some things it could do better, but it's still a pretty strong or a really strong release. So, like, Can Peter I ask a broader question before we go on this list? Let me ask a broader question sort of on this same topic. Besides Takara coming out with an actual licensed masterpiece, now that we're getting these fans toy, we've had some of these really nice fans toys for a number of years. We're getting X Transbots, which are super nice, look super nice in the renders. Are, are we at the point where, you know, these look so good from the ones that have been out for three or four years that it would take an official Takara version to get people to replace it? <laughs> Peter is mouthing no. Yeah, I was going to say, Peter, you, I don't think you, you can talk here, here Peter. You He's been trying to two. speak for a while. When I was a tiny, tiny Destron uh, and reading the comics, my favorite two characters were Ratchet and Galvatron. Um, especially at the end, you know, uh, Furman's run on Marvel where Galvatron was just batshit Galvatron. Um, in that, with that wonderful Wildman art, and 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 just frothing and awesome and the the non-cartoon deco abaddon by x transbots their their galvatron 
in Marvel colors will scratch my Marvel masterpiece Galvatron itch in ways that I can't. Well, yeah, I just did articulate with words. Um, if it comes out in only the cartoon colors, then whatever. I'm going to get it anyway. I'm probably going to get it. But I really hope it comes out in Marvel Colors. Um, that said, I have Sovereign. He's fine. I love Galvatron. He, he, he's, his mind came damaged, and then fans toys wouldn't do anything about it. So, sour grapes. The yeah. good news is if you like, if you want some repaints, you have a chance with X-Transbots. They generally do interesting repaints, nostalgia-based. It's usually, you know, it's not just off the wall. It's usually based off something of most or stuff. They might not get to every variation, but they, most stuff comes out in two colors eventually, right? Whereas fans toys, all they have is like this scene in the cartoon colors and this other scene where it was in different colors, you know? like Slide, <laughs> Slightly different colors, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's all you really get from them. You know, which their choice. But I, I will say with that with fan stories, early on they think I think they did have more variations in colors and whatnot, and those didn't sell well. And so I think that they probably are like, hey, like we need to stop doing this because then that product's gonna sit and get clearanced and, and whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong, but like sure. I know. No, you're right. The G two Dinobots were yeah. like that. The um, they the also did the Shockwave was. Or the Omega Sentinel. Yeah, they're the Quake Wave. They did in like four different decos. Uh, the the Dinobots each came in Chrome, regular uh, G two, and other. The Diaclone didn't they do some Diaclone colors uh, a couple times or something? And those just those seemed to sit for a while. Yeah. Um, got red and blue. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I think the. I think this is the last release for X-Transbots that's new um, is the Perceptor, which I think is kind of a shot across the bow. Um, yeah, like it is. The fact the fact that it's like done, like all those other stuff we talked about, most of those are renders, right? This is one is done, so it's obvious they've been keeping quiet on it until they're about ready to ship it. Because, you know, you're talking about, Phil, like, well, if you already got that box checked, you know, you don't really care about replacing it. And Fans Toys has a Perceptor, you know, that came out very early. Um, and even Fans Toys is like, this toy wasn't good enough and we're doing it again. And it was definitely one of their weakest releases. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like I thought the engineering was fine, but like the materials are all off. It does not feel like fans. Mm -hmm. It sticks out like a sore thumb from everything else. Fans toys has done. Um, a lot of people I, ain't got stress marks on it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just built differently and not in a good way. Um, so if those aren't already flooding the market, expect them to be flooding the market. Um, but so yeah, this is them. I think trying to get the release out well before Fans Toys does, and I assume they are going to just because it's that close to done. And you know, it's interesting to see them shoot back. And he looks great. I don't again. I don't know what the engineering is going to be like. He comes with some dorky, silly accessories, which you know they're fun. Um, you know, the world's tiniest little bumblebee with really badly painted eyes. But I don't know how much that's going to show up when you have it in hand. But the zoomed-in picture, he looks so derpy. Um, but I don't know. Like I think he looks great, and he nails the aesthetic that I like in my masterpiece toys. I know Peter isn't so wild about it sometimes, but um, the the Perceptor, I, yeah, I'm 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 on board with their Perceptor. Yeah, I I hope it's good. I, I think I'll it's just it. interesting that we're getting, you know, all of these Perceptors, 
you know, kind of coming out here at the same time. Well, um, it's two. To be clear, it's not all of these. It's two. Well, unless there's something I'm missing. There's an official one. He's always going to count the official guys. Forget. Don't forget. Lucas likes those. Well, they're not masterpiece toys. Well, right, they're masterpiece but... or not. They're for, for, for people that only collect one per character, uh, if, if 86 Perceptor is going to be, you know, $30 and awesome, awesome enough to make them not spend $200 or $150, then right. then it's a contender. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing I wanted to say this whole conversation is I feel like almost all those releases we just went over, aside from the Omnibots, I feel like I've been lucas Like, I feel like having the recent releases of good Generations versions of characters that I'm not that invested in has made me not care as much about getting these. Like, it's something that didn't used to happen to me, but now finally the generation stuff is good enough. It's just like, you know what? I don't need a better version than generations of this guy or that guy. Like, especially um, Runabout and Runamok. Like, when I saw those, I was just like, I have good versions of those. And I even have, like, high amounts of nostalgia for them, but those didn't look significantly cooler to me, so I moved on. It was a new experience. For me, with all that kind of stuff is, is I can't, like, I know, Anna, that you do this where you, your collection looks really nice and it's varied and all that between, like, Legends and, and Mainline and Masterpiece and whatever. But to me, like, I can't put a Mainline figure with Masterpiece. It, like, just does not work for me. Like, even if you could, like, throw it in the back and be like, you know, whatever, like, just the size difference in them just would annoy me too much. And so, like, I would have to have, you know, like, for me, I, I'm okay with the fact that they're coming out with, you know, good versions of all the movie figures, like, with the Studio Series 86, like, I can deal with that. Um, whereas... You know, if they if they weren't doing that and I was only getting uh, like, a, you know, whatever perceptor or something by himself, I, I, I couldn't do it. But it's still just not it's just not the same. But like I do think like, again, like perceptor in in my mind is not, you know, like he might be, you know, either B list or C list like character. Like it's not the same as Galvatron. Um, and so I just wonder having two figures releasing in similar times and we've already got another perceptor so like if you're like i don't care that much about it i already got the, the fan toys from you know five years ago or whatever it is like do i really need to spend another like hundred um, whatever anybody on it? masterpiece collectors that bought the old fan toys m- most of the people in that part of the fandom are happy to upgrade it because yeah. it's that far off you know, like now, chug collectors. No, I mean, what? I, like, I think Anna being kind of like a crossover collector like that. I think Anna's pretty unique in that. Like, definitely not the only person by any means, right? But I think most people tend to fall into I collect chug because that fits my budget. I can fiddle around and play with them a lot. And masterpiece, where like if I want to play with them, I'm gonna sit down for thirty minutes, right? And like I'm gonna, I want to to look really nice and like high-end collectibles and they're going to sit over here and maybe I'll dabble in chug just for you know shits and giggles here and there. Right. Like I think for the most part, they're different camps just because the budgets are so far off and you get some omnivores like Peter and Nick and Rick. Right. They just, you know, gobble everything up forever. Um, and Galvatron is a different character from Galvatron two. So if we get the Marvel deco Galvatron yeah. two, that's a completely different character and you can put them both in your display and they look physically different. They're from different manufacturers. They're different freaking characters. Buy them both. Yeah, so I think 
the perceptor coming out here is a case of Keith had probably had that been in the works for a while. And then once fans toys finally announced, Oh, Hey, we are going to do an update to our perceptor. Keith is like, you know what? We're far along enough with this. I think they're so far out. We're going to keep the kibosh on this until it's about ready to go. And then we're going to drop it and see how it does. Yeah. You know, whereas beforehand, I know fans toys is just taking the wind out of their cells with just, here's a bunch of renders and we're not actually going to release any toys. And let, let's be honest here. X Transbots is all that's left in the game. Like MMC does a little bit of stuff, but they're they're different enough. Like their Bruticus doesn't check some of the boxes that most masterpiece collectors want. Like I feel it's like half. It's halfway there, right? Like I, it's it's a nice piece, although I think it's really crappy put together. It's not stable. Um, but it does a lot of really cool stuff. And I don't know. It's the engineering is really nice. So I really like the engineering. Some people hate it. I think it's awesome. But I think um, I think they're masterpiece as individuals, but not as a combiner. Yeah, yeah. They're they're <laughs> way the, better individual. Minus the paint issue, which is we've talked about that on a different show. But yeah, yeah, the lack of paint. Um, but so like when you take them out, the people are that are trying to do like you know, die cast, a lot of paint, accessories. Like how Takara does it, you know, at least from from those. Um, bullet points they try to hit it's just fans toys and x transbots left and you know fans toys no longer does accessories and they've been really skimping on even articulation lately um and zeta, overall, overall i don't think it is zeta we don't know if they're still around like they are moon studios or something i don't know whatever but what's the the company releasing the train bots now moon studios okay uh, but the difference is like we kind of started off with Zeta never fit masterpieces. Some people, they definitely fit scale, but like they're all plastic. They're usually not super cartoony. Like it's obvious there's some parallels, but, and the same is with their train bots. Like they don't look like they stepped off the screen, you know, from the renders, but they're much more detailed and it's Zeta style, you know, slash the old toy world style because it's the designers, you know, which that's cool. You know, toy world got their start as Chug, you know, is the, chug style back when that was the thing and i think they're still in that design phase or that design cell that's what they enjoy so that's that's why i don't think they play in the masterpiece game if they do it's just because there's nothing else like well, if you want to get I that rating zeta... put it on there it's because there's nothing else right we don't know what the takara one's going to be we've seen that one figure but we don't have scale on it we don't know what it's going to look like when it's done you know it's still weird zeta it's like masterpiece scale not necessarily. It's it's kind of like the old DX9 figures too that like were never accurate to anything. They just but they were you know that scale. They're, they're on, on the scale and that's it. Yeah. 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 They were they were placeholders. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, Ron said and, Zeta has some seekers coming out too. I Oh, Jesus, why? Why? Well, who just did the new Starscream? Yeah, do we want to get to that? Deformation something well we're, we're not done with with x trans box are we not kfc are we, not? We, we didn't talk about the motorcycles the that's what the i thought Junkions. oh yeah i want oh, to get yeah. to the other toys i've got Super like dozens of pictures ready uh for anybody that doesn't know kfc and x trans bots are both keith like you know he runs both companies they generally they started off as just a designer was on each company right and they just he just gave different lines and that's they didn't collide with each other's toys and now it's it's really just wherever he wants to release them. But are any of those Junkions from the cartoon? Like, obviously, GoBots is from a, or Psycho's from a different cartoon, but 
the rest of them, are they from the cartoon? I know the first wave all was. The first wave all was. This one has design cues that from like crowd scene junkions, but it's not any of the like the named main, you know, Ba Weep, Grana chanting ones. They're just dudes in probably in the dance scene. Okay. I think they even said like one is from a comic book appearance. That would make sense. Huh. And they only showed up in the comic book in issue 43 of Marvel, uh, which was a retelling of the big broadcast of 2006. I think it was adapted by Ralph Macchio. Just so we're all clear. Wait, like Karate Kid? The other Ralph Macchio, the the Marvel Ralph Macchio. Oh, yeah, the Marvel writer, yeah. I don't know. I blanked on that too, Rob. Um, So, yeah, they're putting out a bunch more bikes. We we also didn't mention, too, that, like, I think we touched on it with Streetwise, but they're coming out with a defensor. Silly, yeah. Ron Ron Mm -hmm. made sure to let us know in the chat, and apparently Paul is uh, giving us, throwing some shade over here, so. I mean, I guess there's a defense war, right? Like, there's multiple defensors coming out, and none of them satisfy me, so. Yeah. Super Jinrai. Who's doing that? KFC. Oh, okay. Yeah, they've been talking about that for a while. And then Fans Hobby is releasing their uh, Fire Guts God Jinrai, which looks really pretty. It is so pretty. But no one I know has liked that toy. Didn't you like it, Lucas? You're like, oh, it's, uh, you know, no other companies. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention Fans Hobby if we just don't talk about them. Fans Hobby is their own thing. Like, you put... You put them in Masterpiece because no one else is making that character like the Monster Bots, but they don't really check any of the boxes. It's kind of like Zeta. You know, it's it's they got the scale, but that's it. Everything else is, is off. You can, put, you can put your toy wherever you want. Awesome. They're really good. I was, yeah. I actually really liked them. I was surprised. I was like, oh, these are cool. You know, I thought they would be dopey, but no, they're cool. Yeah. No, they're yeah. gigantic, and they'll break your toe if you drop them. And yeah, they're they're monstrous as they should be. Oh, and I think the reason we didn't really talk about Defensor is just because they announced all that a while back, right? Like it's not, you know, Groove is out for pre-order now, and I think they showed off Blades in uh, First Aid, like some more renders of them. But it's kind of the path is laid out, right? Oh. Found it I, less I, interesting than other stuff. I do also appreciate Paul in the chat throwing shade and then talking about his. Fans project Shattered Glass Computron, which it actually was the Make Toys Shattered Glass Computron that didn't. Finish. Paul doesn't know shit, and he never has, and he just runs his mouth, and that's what he does. So let him run his mouth in the chat, and we'll be on the show. That's where we keep I mean, him. Let's see. Are you going to refute that, Paul? Huh? Oh, nothing, because you're not here. Suck it. Paul needs to check nothing. the site. CTS, check the site, Paul. Check the site. <laughs> um, oh, fans! Speaking of a uh, fans uh, hobby, they also showed their Armada Galvatron. We've seen that in color now. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So I kind of didn't Armada like it. Optimus, right, that is coming out. Oh no, I think that yeah. Prime, Prime is out. Yeah, the oh, Armada Prime's Prime is pretty cool. Prime, Prime yeah. came out a while ago and had issues, big issues. But they oh, replaced yeah. it, didn't they? They, they? they fixed it. They, they were sending out whole new torsos to everyone. I think Serge was one of the people that uh, had a bad one, and they sent him like a whole new top half of the figure. Yeah, I mean, the look was fun, not the not the toy. But the <laughs> those pictures of the Megatron design, I don't like those at all. Mm. I don't know. Oh, I, I think they look pretty good. I, they, huh. I think they look they really fixed, cool. 
They fixed I everything why. I don't like about the look of Armada Megatron. Ah, that's the thing. Like, I guess I wanted it to look more like Armada Megatron. <laughs> I, mean, I always liked Armada Megatron, just as it was. Like, I really did, which is weird, but I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I like that they used his uh, gun cannon as a tripod, so you don't have to worry about him falling That's over. But idea. you're going to need a lot of space behind him. <laughs> I think it looks yeah, cool. They... I don't have space for it. Um, you know, I'm not that nostalgia to Arm- Armada. Like, I actually I have weird nostalgia to some of like, the early, like, the first wave Armada just because that was around the time I was getting back into it. Um, but, you know, probably not enough to buy it. Yeah, Fans Hobbies also showed the the next one in that um, sort of sequence where it's uh, Energon Optimus Prime that they've got coming out. So, you know, they've, they've shown, I don't know if they've shown color prototypes of that, but they've shown grayscale prototypes of that. And uh, with with the tease that if that does well, then we might get a uh, 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 wing saber um, to to combine with that, which which would be fun. Like, I don't know how on board I am about Energon Prime, but but Energon Prime with wing saber is that's a fun toy. That's a big step up. Yeah. Energon yeah. Prime by himself is just kind of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Energon Prime is the first toy that broke me on the I need to have every mold. I hated that thing from the moment I got it. I have never opened one of those. I played with somebody else's one time. If I was a kid, I probably would enjoy the little cars and the trailer and stuff. You know, I, I can see that play pattern being fun, but that toy was terrible. Looked terrible. Hate it. Fat, fat Prime. Yeah. yeah, someone was doing that really cool custom of all the, like, they were using a bunch of cogs, I think. To make maybe it was a different one of the modulators, but they were using a bunch of them to make all the different drones, and like that looks really cool. Like having the drone colors for the nostalgia, having them transform, like that is really neat. But the actual toy we got out was not very good. Like you can take that design and make it neat as making it an entirely different thing, which I'm a fan of. Um, so I did want to talk about that deformation star screen. Well, do you remember the name of it? Yeah, Anybody? Deformation Space. Deformation Space. Yes. What I, the I've got hell? a picture I can share on here. Now, what the hell is with that? Like, who says, oh, Takara's putting out one? We'll do one right now as well. That's the time for our brand new no-name third-party company, which tells me that but, it is someone, and they are trying to avoid Takara's ire, like Studio 01 and Moon Studios, right? Like, we know who those companies are. And whatever you're saying, it's just dollars. It's just like a record. Somehow my internet's like crapping out here. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I had a feeling like from his brain when I did this. On the stream, we have three Skype little logos. I don't know. Half of us, most of us disappeared. I'm not broadcasting anymore. Cool. I can't hear Rob. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. The like Skype is freaky. Something's freaking out here. It's a while ago. You are still sharing. Oh, now, now there we go. There we go. Okay, come come back screen. 
Come back. I, I don't know what happened there. That was weird. Are we back? I think Did we're back. Mostly, mostly sorta. Yeah, I don't know. I Okay. Yeah. Sorry sorry well, about that everyone. I don't know what the heck happened here, so Here's deformation space, Starscream. This was the same thing happened coming after us, uh, is is what happened. (laughs) The same thing happened though when the uh, the second version of the first MP Starscream came out and the Walmart version, there was like Yes Model and iGear and all those other guys that were doing Seekers (laughs) and other Starscreams and they didn't care that it was uh, concurrent with the latest Takara or whatever. They just, here, have some jets. Everyone have jets. Jets for everyone. Yay. Yeah, but Optimus like, is just jet, kind jet, of the jet, same jet, way, too. Jet. Like, there was uh, some third-party Optimuses at the same time. But again, I think it was part of this is is that Takara is releasing a figure that is, you know, over $200. And so, you know, this third party is coming in and going, here, have this for, I don't know. Yeah, this is like the cost. 130 price tag. Yeah. This is like the 130 price tag. To me, That's this is better. very similar to when we were when we were getting MP44. And we also got a Magic Square release and an Infinite Transformation release, which were both very good figures, but just a different take on a very good Optimus Prime. I, I feel like this element, is pretty right? much it. Huh? Yeah. And Transform Element. Yeah, I said Infinite Transformation was Transform Element. Sorry, I've got a different name. All these stupid names that sound exactly the same. But yes. So I, I think it's very similar to that, that they just like, you know, it's a very similar design. He still has that kind of like bulbous Starscream cartoony look. He's a little closer to the make toys in some ways, but he is... looks like he has a waist swivel. Mm-hmm. Yes, he looks like he has a waist swivel. He looks good. He's got the good like you can see in the picture I'm holding up, but he has a nice face. He has a nice like good color. If, yeah. I mean, if the car wasn't coming out, or hadn't came out with theirs, which, you know, I love. Um, I mean, I probably would have been pretty interested in it, but I also kind of wonder if I wasn't going to get a Takara Starscream, I probably would go with Make Toys and just left it at that, right? Like, I, I don't know if I would have... Like, this one does look better. Um, you know, it Takara's was the first to, you know, really get rid of, like, the fins just hanging off the legs somewhere, right? And it looks like they're doing the same here, um, which is really cool. You know, that's just been nobody's bothered to do that for Starscream forever. To me, I think it looks better. Like, I just like the proportions on it better than the Takara. And that's like all there's left, you know, like yeah. like they've got the look. They've got the cleanness down. All it comes down to is do you like the proportions on it? I thought the proportions were a little odd in the Takara. I think they look normal on this. So I like it a little better. Does it mean I'm going to get it? Probably not, because I think I'm happy with Legends for my Seekers. But there's his bird mode, Airbird. And so I, I feel up. like this comes back to the question I was asking earlier. And what I like about what Fans Hobby and X Transbot is doing is that they're doing characters that haven't been done before. You know, right, because this is just another Starscream. Right, another Soundwave, another Shockwave, another Starscream. Like we've That's what seen. sells, bro. I right. I get it, but it sucks. Audience, there's an audience who who wants a new one of those or who didn't get it you know three or four years ago when that came out but then there's you know dudes like me who was just like give me give me someone new i'm not saying every company has to do it and again i'm saying i'm glad that certain companies are so i feel like as much as we've seen the third party marketplace shrink a bit 
there is still some diversification in, com- in terms of what's coming out with product. Because I do think some of the things that has also shrunk in terms of what third party is doing is the source material. We don't have a really healthy comic book anymore like we did with the IDWs. We don't have, you know, the video game like Planet X was doing, you know, all the video game stuff from before. So we're really left with either going back to, to G1 or, 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 you know, redoing official Hasbro toys or doing stuff like the the Falcon Eagle Starscream that's a total new thing or the, the Megatron that turns into the G.I. Joe helicopter. Um, you know, and so it's 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 an interesting place from that point of view uh, in the third party world. I, I think you bring reason, up an interesting point. Yeah, I, I think the reason for that is, is that most of the masterpiece collectors, whatever that you if you're collecting third party and Takara, like you're pretty much done at this point. Like, no, like most. No, well, <laughs> no. Hold, hold on. So what I'm saying is, is that a lot of people that are collecting like mainly seasons one through three and whatnot probably have some type of representation of the majority of the characters at this. Point. Everything but, but combined. But those people, but those people don't like Transformers clearly because they only care about one tiny aspect of the of the of the media. Fucking tell them, but, Peter. So, but so I was gonna say though is is that people there's like I feel like there's two collectors they're catering to now is the people that want to like their collection is just that smaller subset, you know, and then they'll just get upgrades as they come along, or you have the other people you know like us that are like oh give me the oddball stuff like or give me some of these additional you know season four characters that we didn't see that we really want. So like I think that's really hard to get in the masterpiece line because they are so expensive and like the engineering is so much more complex. Like you can't do a one off like a little thing. Right. You know, off the side, it's like, no, it's got to be this big. It's a big production and we got to make enough for it. Um, and, you know, so that's I'm really happy X Transbots is doing that for those of us into that line, you know, with mm. all these car bots that no one else was going to do anymore. Right. Like Takara barely puts anything out. Um, you know, and, and they've been redoing the ones that I know people bitch about, but I think they needed to get redone. If they didn't, third party wouldn't have been doing them, right? Like third party did it to fill a need. Prime was super old and no longer matched. Starscream was super old, no longer matched. Well, where Make Toys has already done it. Fans Toys is now has their new sound wave coming out. A lot of us are excited about it because we're like, oh, that looks so much more in line. The original Masterpiece Soundwave is still one of the best masterpiece toys. It's an excellent toy. It's so fun. Um, but aesthetically it doesn't fit in, you know, it just doesn't. And I guarantee you Takara is going to come out with a new sound wave. Like it's going to happen because it's, it doesn't aesthetically fit in anymore. Um, and that's what keeps, that's what keeps them going. I'm glad X Transbots feels that they can take the niche of these weird one-off secondary characters that some weren't even in the cartoon. Um, some were barely in it. Some were in headmasters that no one else is going to touch. And I'm happy for that because I don't think fans toys is. Fans Toys just wants those A-listers. Like, right. that's why Fans Toys doesn't do the weird repaints anymore. X-Transbots does. Like, I bet we get an e-hobby perceptor from them, right? You know, um, you know, I bet you get your Galvatron, too. You know, or Toy Colors Galvatron. Because they're likely to do that type of stuff. Whereas the other companies are. I mean, unless Keith just has his plate full, because he's got, like, 12 things he said are all going to come out within a year, right? <laughs> unless he doesn't have time for it, but... Yeah. Kids brought up the 
you guys brought up the kind of like weird and like off kilter kind of more original idea stuff. Um, one of the one of the things that's coming up that we didn't really talk about and we haven't really covered hardly at all is that um, Kane Toys Predakeen that's coming out. You know, like that thing is definitely, you know, I've seen a few of the figures. A friend of mine owns a few of them. They're like really impressive. They're definitely not Predakeen exactly. They're like even more off than the old um, Feral Rex guys were. Because, you know, those were always like, oh, those don't look exactly like I remember from childhood, but they're still really neat. These guys are like... Yeah, these guys are like, what the heck are they? They're really fancy and nice looking, but they're very different. They kind of like... I think they threw a bunch of people off recently because they had... I think they had always been upfront about this, but they're doing as a six-person combiner instead of a five, and they're having a gorilla that makes it part of the torso. I don't have a good picture of him loaded on my tablet, but he actually looks really good as a gorilla. But a lot of people are just like very confused now because, you know, their torso is going to be two robots instead of one, which actually makes a much better torso. But, but why does Freddy King have a gorilla all of a sudden? Right. Why does he have a gorilla, gorilla underwear? Why not? It's, it's, it's a hot gorilla. It's a very good gorilla. <laughs> High of course he's hot. Gorilla. He's in the middle of them all. He's right. Sweaty, it's sweaty there. there. Absolutely, if robots sweat, which we always see them breathe, so they probably do sweat. That's upsetting. But anyway, I thought that was really cool. Like, you all should check it out if you haven't seen pictures of it, because it's a really, like, a lot of people have looked at it and said, isn't that just a primal? And it's like, no, it's it's not a primal, because it's going to be orange. (laughs) Is it, though? I thought it's going to be black, because it's Predaking's shorts are It might. It might be all black. I don't think they've shown colors yet. I think it's all been grays. Okay. And Unless I just miss colors. That that figure is kind of odd too because it's the masterpiece scale, so it's a it's a bigger scale. But and I think it's painted more, as well, right? Aesthetic. But it's, what, it's painted a lot, right? It's painted a lot. It's but it's also very expensive. Like yeah. I think they're like in the one fifty ish or more range each. So this so, is you know as a six part combiner, this thing's going to be a grand and. So it's a yeah. masterpiece except an aesthetic. And yeah. That makes it an odd release. I hope it works for them because I want more companies in the space, right? Even if yeah, I'm not. Yeah, definitely. No, it's really odd, but I think it's really cool. Like Antoine said in the chat the word chugster piece. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. I that is an abomination of a term. Chug was bad enough. Chugster pieces. <laughs> I mean, but I'm on board with that sort of idea where you get a toy that is the size, scale, and quality of a masterpiece, but doesn't need the exact cartoon aesthetic. And that's that's like been my that's like what I always end up arguing with Rob about on the show because to be like there's no difference. It's like when I get my MMC figures that are just like the same size and the same quality level as masterpiece, but a different aesthetic. To me, they're masterpiece figures. You know, like, my brain calls this a masterpiece figure. It's a masterpiece figure of a comic book character, but whatever. Phil's holding a masterpiece figure to me because it's, you know, it, the, it the same size, the, the same, same quality. quality of plastic, though. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that, that one's well-made. That one's nice. but you know, it's, it's, it's really nice. I like it, but I can see how someone could say, like, it doesn't have some of the glossy, you know, sort of look that some of the, the Takara or fans toys um plastic has so so it's I mean, it's super it's super close yeah yeah 
but that's an interesting point because MMC, we've like we've touched on, is their own thing. Like the MMC stuff seems to want to go for me anyway on its own MMC Lost Light or Scavengers or DJD themed shelves. They don't mix. I mean, I think- I've been trying to do that lately, and it just makes me angry. Like every time I look at my shelf, I'm like, "Go back with your friends, damn it! Why are you off here by yourselves?" Unless I want to make scenes of the characters doing things, which I have been doing. <laughs> Again, the plastic quality on this is is not as as nice. It's as holding up Planet X Starscream from like the War for Cybertron games for yeah. yeah. Would, would this be considered like a, a a masterpiece War for Cybertron Starscream? I mean, would you make that argument? I mean, it, it doesn't. You know, one has to really put a label on it. But I'm just you yeah. know, curious if people. Stop. I would make the argument just because I don't know if you could really get a whole lot better. Like, I don't know if you could really get you it to be get more better. screen accurate. But so is it, so is would it you a, say it, that it's a masterpiece, a Chuck's per piece, or a mini masterpiece? Well, it's definitely not, not mini <laughs> because it's, it's the same scale, and yes, it's, it's not it's not necessarily Chug aesthetic. It's just yeah. I think again along the lines of MMC, it's sort of its own thing because it's following its own uh, property source. And and again, as we've lost some of those source properties, we're we're not getting as much variation I, I will say nobody's excited more. for anything nobody's like oh i really wish we had figures for these characters i love in the new comic no one cares yeah, yeah. The media the media right now is I would really like them. okay one person would a couple people like the new characters okay but... two people's not going to keep a third party outfit afloat yeah. you know no it's not i know it, it, and I what's know. funny is like you're getting like totally new variations of things like a giant Phoenix Starscream versus doing one of the Kyle characters that maybe you never have gotten a toy before. Like, um, no one's done Aileron yet, and yet someone's yeah, making a, a Tiger Bumblebee toy. Hey, <sighs> Aileron's coming back again. So, yes, yeah. yes. And I hope I have her I hope, in the fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope, I hope she sees a toy. Fun. Yes, to, me too. To go back to your question of, like, you know, the World War for Cybertron Starscream there, like, why does it, is it Masterpiece or not? And that, I think Paul has mentioned this before. Is that ultimate masterpiece is a line. It's a brand. Right. Takara yeah. Masterpiece is a brand. The only stuff that's masterpiece is stuff released in that brand, right? Um, if you want to augment it, you can because some stuff is obviously explicitly made for it. But the reason why like MMC's Ocular Max stuff doesn't really fit in is because it's not masterpiece. It's MMC's Ocular Max, right? X Transbots, whatever the hell they call their their line, right? It's not masterpiece, but it does fit in really well. But you know. I can tell the difference between an X-Transbots toy and a car toy. I can tell between fans' toys. They are each made their own way, and they have their own differences. But some of them, you know, it's like, oh, well, they're like 90% fit together. Whereas, like, MMC is like, well, they 75% fit together, right? You know, and so well, you keep sliding. Well, taste test the next time I see you. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, so it's like they're each of their own line, and that's why... They don't really fit. And in the day, you can put a toy wherever the hell you want on your shelf. Whatever makes you happy, I'm happy. Right? It's all good. Um, yeah, a lot of people forget that because they made a brand name, a word that has other meanings, it's just kind of confused the the language when we talk about it. And then people argue about it over the internet over stuff that's not important because it's fun and it's the internet. Did, did have we seen anything I, more from Lemon Tree? No, not lately. I got their Shockwave. Um. Purple Potato, which has a lot of neat stuff with it. The transformation kind of sucks, and I had a couple misassemblies on mine, and they said they would get me parts, and then that's been the end of it. 
I'm not going to get any parts. <laughs> it's not going to happen. They responded. I feel like they had a big list of toys they were going to make, and then after Purple Potato came out, it's just like they did, did COVID just eat them up. Might well, have been. Like, I feel like Lemon Tree is somebody, and I don't know who. Like Probably. Kang Toys, Kang Toys has got to be like TFC, right? Seems I, like it. I feel it like at one, point, at one point I knew. TFC, didn't TFC do their own Predaking? Yeah, but that was like yeah. years ago. It was years ago. Are all these third-party companies born. just Scooby-Doo villains where someone's just going to come yeah. and rape off their back yes. at some point? Yeah. Every single one are. of them. Yeah. Speaking of Scooby-Doo villains, I did want to, because I always try to push us into talking about Legends a little bit, even though I'm the only person who collects them in the whole world. Hey, I tried to kick well, that off with Legends, so please do. The thing I'm curious that I think still- is like crazy about Legends, right, is like it started off years ago as like a really fun like these fun fiddle toys that were like 20 bucks a pop or whatever right <clears throat> then they like up the quality and all that and they doubled the price right and you so, know why because like, it... this incredibly influential podcaster kept calling them mini masterpieces <laughs> so they thought that they were making masterpiece figures and had to charge more and make them fancier in other words lucas you did it so your anyway, so, so so hold on. So we so we got to like forty dollars a figure, but the, like the quality was really good. So like that was kind of like where they got me for a bit, right? But then now, like these, um, and not all the legends figures are like this, but like a lot of these, you know, new age legends are like ninety dollars a pop. Like for I think the Galvatron is, isn't it? He's about eighty. Or 80. Okay, 75 whatever. to 80, depending but on like, which paint shop you want. Jesus, like $80 for a Legends figure, you know, is just seems <laughs> crazy to me. Um, to But it's really know. good. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is, this is the only one I have from New Age. Other than, I mean, I only got like a couple of Legends. I have like three Legends from third party. I have two of the eHobby mini bots that came out, like the, the White Bumblebee and the Blue Cosmos. And I don't think anything else ever came out. Um, but yeah, so then I got the Galvatron because he comes with, the, you know, his his fear uh, for Galvacron. But it definitely is impressive for what they Very do. Like impressive. it's really nice. It's all like a lot of it's painted. It just it looks really great. And, but who? I, I mean, so I was just gonna say that the main companies seem to be mostly still distracted by putting out combiners. You know, like like that's where um, they are. Um, Magic I mean, it's, a, it's a hook. Magic Square put out their Minasaur, and it's like, okay. Everybody's just kind of like, okay, it's a Minasaur. It's not that, like, super impressive, but people like it. The individuals were kind of dull, but the combined mode is really cool. And then um, New Age is putting out their um, their Devastator at a pretty decent rate. But that thing's going to be, like, I think it's going to cost about $400 to put the whole thing together. But so, it has trumpets. It has trumpets, and it, it's nice, and there's really nothing bad you can say about it other than, you know, the parts The parts for me is pretty intense for both the Magic Square and the New Age, but the New Age is worse on Devastator, but the price is just, like Lucas said, it's getting to the point where you can get a pretty neat third-party full-size Devastator um, for the same price as you can get this, like, mini masterpiece level Devastator. So. And Zaldron just said in the chat too that he would have gladly downsized his collection to yeah. the legend scale 
if it hadn't been for the price point. And I, th- I feel like if you were someone who was collecting legends for, for a couple of years and you were starting to replace your, you know, I'm terrible at what size these are, but masterpiece scale toys with legend toys. And all of a sudden the price point started to jump up on you like this. Granted, you know, MP scale stuff has jumped up as well, but like the legends thing is, is it a much higher acceleration in price? I'd, I'd be, I'd be pretty disgruntled. Like, yeah. And what I wonder is start over. If I could start over, I would probably want just the Legends figures and Chug. Like, they're, they do well to give you that, like, fancy figure, but then also the fun to play with figure, and you're done. Like, well, that, that was good enough for me. Again, so my experience is really limited. Um, so the two minibots I have, I think those are, those are fine on this point. But, like, this guy, he's really complex. Like, I didn't think he was honestly that fun, right? And so I wonder, like, not only people that were interested in legends like oh it's cheaper and they might have some cool transformation gimmicks but when i think small figure i also think easy to transform and like a fiddle bot on my desk this is not a fiddle bot this galvatron is not a fiddle bot almost no new age is fiddle bot like new age is all complex and they're they're very impressive in how they look in both modes the amount of kibble the amount of joints is not impressive they look too noisy but at the same time, you know, like they're they're very impressive, but they're not good fiddle bots. Magic Square is better if you get, especially the older Magic Square stuff. Like Lucas was talking about, that's what we used to call the tiny yeah. fiddle bots. Like they were just like cute little tiny things that were relatively simple, yeah. but still really really good on articulation. It wasn't so much the look that was perfect, but it was the articulation. But I think New Age kind of ran off. And so now, if they cost four times what a retail figure costs, <laughs> and they're very complex to like to not be like a fun fiddle bot like it feels like it pushed out two-thirds of the market you know of things of reasons people were interested in it like well if you're gonna spend a bunch might as well just get a masterpiece especially if it's going to be so complex you don't want to transform it anymore so i was kind of cheeky about lucas's nickname of many masterpiece but i really think that's what happened I think New Age saw that people were seeing their figures as masterpiece level impressive and they ran with it. They said, you know, we're going to go, we're going to engineer this thing until it does look like the masterpiece figure and we're going to charge a price that's proportionate to if the masterpiece figure was little. And here we are with very expensive Legends figures. Although I do have some cheap Legends figures to mention in a minute. So, So, right, is it just... Like Iron Factory, New Age, and Magic Square still yeah. in that game. Is Iron Factory still doing G one? No, like, I know, Iron Factory kind of ran off in their own thing. It's that samurai thing. Yeah, yeah they're still so, doing I mean, the samurai I, thing. I will say that I feel like Iron Factory has been pretty consistent with like their price points. Like they they haven't went out of control and whatnot. But yeah, they yeah they were never just, cheap, but they're not expensive. Right, 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 right. And um, but their their aesthetic like. They kind of switched up their aesthetic recently to like kind of like that samurai look, whatnot, and then mm. they're kind of applying it to the uh, to the entire line. So if you like that, you know, cool and whatnot. Um, but and uh, for yeah. the person that's for it's fantastic. Whoever out there really likes those, I bet they're really excited. But one that stepped in recently that we never talk about and people hardly ever acknowledge is Doctor Wu. They started putting out yeah. their I call them Legends Minus because they're like even smaller than legends normally he's put out a couple tapes right that's what we're talking about yeah no 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 no. No, i'm talking about the the legends albatron and and soundwave 
Oh. I can't reach them from where I'm I sitting. Think, I don't know. They're 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 coming out too, I think. Yeah, they're they're supposed to be compatible with you know like Titan figures or whatever. Yeah, the idea is to make them look better with Titan figures, but okay. Legends already looks good with Titan figures, so what's the point? But like, here's the Galvatron Rob for you. Looks yeah. pretty cartoon accurate for that skill. Yeah, there's Galvatron, and you know, just to give you an idea of how big he is, here's a MicroMaster that's on my desk. Oh my goodness. He's in the small pooping pose. Yes. And the sound wave, which I couldn't find because he's too small, um, is even smaller than this. And, like, they're well articulated. They don't have ankle tilt or wrist swivel or anything. But they're really neat. Like, they are just kind of being like, oh, core class? We'll show you core class. We're going to make tidy little things. But they're expensive still because really? it's $35 for two of these. Is that really expensive? Uh, hard to In say. In today's economy? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they're doing about, a lot of these now. They've done uh, an Optimus. They're they're doing a Blaster. They've done Soundwave. Um, they're doing Beachcomber. Um, so they're just making a whole new line now. And yeah, they're just the they're just putting these out. Mini guys. And they're also they did like sneakily announce their um uh, what's his face slam dance. They did um sneak that out. Anna's just like they showed a group shot and then he was just there and that's going to be you know, I think that comes size. back to you know again something we were talking about earlier Phil and honestly you guys were talking about in the reveals last week and so like it sounds like Dr. Wu's like hey I think we found a lane to ourselves time to chug out all the A-listers again right yep. here's the same characters yet again until we bleed that dry you know and then and then it peters out um, no relation <laughs> So like, but you I also think mentioned the that advantage that we didn't talk about with these scales is is shelf space. You know, yeah. for a lot of folks, space and factory is space. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, so so this is this is something that could give them a competitive advantage over some of their their peers. Of like, again, it's a crowded space in the masterpiece scale. Um, you know, the chug scale, the chug scale. I feel like. Who's doing chug scale besides Hasbro these days? They just they seem to own the market I think on that. It'd be dumb to fight them on it. Like right. when they yeah. when they made Binary Wars, yeah, they took so. over chug, and yeah. third party said, "Never mind, you guys got it now." Yeah. People so. like to talk about DLC for their figures. These are definitely Titan DLC. Like these will probably look better on your Titans than my legends do i have my legends all over my titans fighting them and playing with them and everything but i think these guys would work better because in the end if you look too hard you realize how much more complex and like detailed the legends figures are than the titans and you're like "Ooh, this looks kind of weird together he looks right with them because it's like it, oh he's tiny and not that articulated but good enough so from what y'all said that new age and magic square are like doing a bunch of combiners right now i feel like combine like Doing a bunch of combiners is like middle to late stage third party life. Pretty much. You know, Chug started out, and then all of a sudden everyone's doing combiners, and then they all started doing the same combiners. And then, you know, then Chug started dying out because Hasbro started saying, oh, wait, we should be doing this, right? And they just yeah, because they're, they're doing combiners and remakes because they're doing remakes. Bumblebee and um, they're doing like Bumblebee See? and Cliffjumper now. It's, it's mid to late stage third partyism. Right for their lane that they're fighting each other on, and now, and like it happened in the masterpiece too with um, 
you know, X-Trans bots, MMC, and Fans Toys, all of a sudden we had various combiner wars, you know, and like Fans Toys half did a bunch of combiners just to push other people out of the market. There was a lot of Minosaurs came out, and then now Unique Toys is dead, um, which I didn't buy a lot of Unique Toys, but I still think it's sad to see them go. I always thought they made really fun toys, if nothing else. Um, yeah. You know, X-Trans bots at least finished theirs. Uh, you know, and they're starting a second one. I'm sure, I'm so confident they'll finish. And then meanwhile, Fans Toys started to, and then just they're back to the drawing board to figure out how to finish it, right? Um, so it's, it's interesting. But the problem is, like, once you start a combiner, like, unless you're Fans Toys and you say, eh, we'll come back to it later, right? It's like, it consumes what they're doing. It's hard to do anything right. else. And it consumes their buyer's budgets. Yeah, too. like, you've committed yeah. to five figures. you got to get those at five least. figures done. Because uh, figures it, plus junk. Yeah, like, I think Fans Toys is probably one of the few companies that could get away with it because they have such a fervent following mm-hmm. of, like, you know, we may never complete them, and people will, will still buy our other shit anyways. And, and they'll still be chomping at the bit for the, for that last one, that last thing. I can't wait for, for the final piece to come out for their, for their Stunticons, and it sucks, and the accessories suck, and the combiner sucks as a whole, and, and Fans oh. Toys fans eat themselves. But will they admit that it sucks? No, they won't admit that no. while they are eating yeah. their friends and neighbors, they'll be like, this is the best toy at Fans Toys! <laughs> no, like, I like Fans be... Toys, but I call them out when they suck. What, I was a big fan of great? X-Trans bots until the last, like, six months. But I'm super stoked that Keith is doing all these oddball stuff, so I just I hope he turns it around. What would be great is if uh, Fans Toys at the end or whatever just releases the, like, bits to make it a combiner as a separate set. Like, oh, that would know, make everybody so and, mad. And it's like an extra two. I don't want to do that. Like that especially if it's for Superion, I don't want them to do that because that's my wallet. But it would still be hilarious. All the people bashing X Transbots, right? Would be would be up shit creek, right? You know, I mean, me, I'm just bitch about both of them. I'm, I own right. loyalty to nobody but myself. So, Rob, I can't think of the X Transbots Stunticons without thinking about you at TFCon holding, I think it was dead end, and just like, I can't look at his chest without thinking it's electrical outlet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's his design. He you, is an electrical ruined, outlet. You ruined that toy for me. His chest is an electrical socket. Well, it shouldn't ruin it for anybody because he's an excellent figure and he's very fun to play with. Yeah, it sounds like an upgrade, not a, not a ruining. The electrical socket robot is fun. Yeah, like if they're on the battlefield and one of them's like, oh no, out of Energon. <laughs> Again, and get a charge. Yeah. Boom. So, I, sorry, I only have a European plug. Sorry. So What's can I next, do one Anna? more one more company toy reveal? I only have one Please. more. We, we're, we're past an hour and a half, so I think, I think we should finish off with the, the best company to ever arise is, of course, Big Firebird. Big Firebird just finally released pictures of their nice E remold which rob makes that face because not only is it nice again it's nobody you know it's definitely not as far as i know that's not supposed to be any g1 or otherwise character it's this more just the, oh, it, it, the face is because of the art and what is happening with it right past <laughs> like the fact that those other things you said are true just compound it but yeah, and I, I'm sorry that, that for could, the art. That could be RC and I would have made the same face. That's the other pose they showed. She has buddy ears, buddy ear head. The people were very, very How excited can you about. See the bunny ears past anything else. 
she's a race car this time. So. So it's an actual remold, not just a. Yeah, she's new, a remold. The car looks quite a bit different. The toy itself doesn't really look different, other than the head and just the deco. Instead of being not quite RC, it's just race car lady. And she's got the body ears to be even more um, not really great <laughs> in that aspect. Sexualized. There we go. Objectified. Bunch. So, you know, to bring this back to kind of something we started off with, like, you know, the, what is third party, even though, you know, you feel like we don't overly need to define it. If that toy hadn't started out as an RC thing, nobody would know about it. You wouldn't be here talking about it, I don't think. I mean, like maybe you would have anyways, because you you definitely like do like to search in there, right? But I, I don't know that it would be on your radar. It definitely wouldn't be as well known as it is. It wouldn't be in the Transformers radar. Like, not only would you guys tell me I shouldn't talk about it on the show because you are punks, but you would also tell me it should be on the show because it's clearly not a Transformer, which you know it it, I, it kind of is. It's like Transformers cursory. Yeah. It has some it has Jason's. some tangential lines. Just because yeah. of its history. I think the the reason why some people don't want to talk about it at all is because, like, our audience probably also isn't going to care. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't care about the audience. I don't care about talking to friends about whatever the hell we want to talk about. But um, is if we talk about anything that isn't Transformers, then why do we have a subject on the show? You uh, know? I, and I agree with that, except, uh, like, you know, just from just from being on the Discord all the time, like, a lot of our a lot of our fans have nice E. Like yep. a lot of people did get her and a lot of people, a lot of people got her for the wrong reason initially. Then they heard reviews <laughs> of people like me and Cyber and be like, my God, this is just a really, really freaking good toy. Like she makes me a little uncomfortable, but she's so good at being a toy. And then people went out and bought her and were like, wow, she's really good. I just have to hide her from everyone in my life. So no one judges me for owning her. And now, Ron now we're going to get the same thing again. I think Ron brings up a good point. He asked me, are there any more toilet or urinal third-party toys coming out? Oh, yeah, Toy Wolf. They're they're not third-party because they ain't based off of anything. Oh, they're based off BotBots. They're BotBots advanced. (laughs) I don't don't think that's accurate. But they're Masterpiece BotBots. Robert, (laughs) Toy Wolf, tell us. Was there ever I haven't heard anything, but damn. Could that just be a, you know... A transformer that never transformed. He was he was that dedicated to his disguise, or he was just ashamed that you know the arc <laughs> made him a teletran one made him a toilet, so he just never transformed again. I think there was a toilet in Robo Capers in the British comic. Like I'm, like, not, I'm not saying it had to transform, but just at some point was there a scene where. You know, Decepticons were attacking a factory, and there was a bunch of dudes in the bathroom, and uh, they ran out screaming as, as Blitzwing tore off the roof. Yeah, the um, the last we heard from Toy was was their dog that transforms into a dog with a big cannon, and that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> like I'm planning on passing on it because it doesn't turn into a receptacle for human waste. So you know, we'll have to see see if they come up with anything else next letter. But it is totally. It's like where the hell else am I going to talk about it? And I don't know if there's enough for like a Rob and Anna show to talk about other transforming figures that are neat and that we're interested in. But like out to my wall, it's a good place, right? For that. You can talk, about, you can talk your, about whatever you, you can talk about your block dudes. 
And Why are you trying to constrain yeah. Anna to just ouch with her her toys that she likes? I, I'm not. I'm just that, saying that it's... is what people do frequently is no. try to be like Anna. No, just no, no. Ouch. No, you don't, Anna. No, you don't, because you are always bitching about be on topic. The topic of the show is Transformers. Uh, Transformers is an all-inclusive world no. of love and kindness. No, no. Yeah. Hasbro would be on topic mean. unless it's her like. It's what not she converting wants robots. It's Transformers. Yeah. Whereas that's my wallet isn't Transformers. It's mostly Transformers, but it's what did you buy? That's the subject. That's why it's a good spot. But, you know, none of us feel like hosting it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good spot that no one wants to be in charge of. Yeah. I'll probably host again someday. Do it. I got so much to show off. Actually, yeah, that's, that's we, part we just of the need problem. to do a Peter I, edition. Although uh, your uh, Infinity Call. I would get some internet hits. Peter uh, edition. Last week, so... Oh, the closet's so full of stuff. <laughs> God. It's supposed to be the house full of stuff now. I've got, okay, to a point that that animator earlier, you know, you don't want to have a so-and-so mixed with a so-and-so, so you mix them and move them and all that stuff. I've got a, a classics room. I'm sitting in it. It's not set up yet. There's a masterpiece room. It's over there. It's not set up yet. There's the Gen 1 room. It's up there. It's not set up yet. And then there's going to be, like, a GoBots display, a Machine Robo display, a Masters of the Universe display, a Mask display, a G.I. Joe display. And it's going to be sickening. And I don't want to see repeat toys from room to room. So you got to have, if you're going to have, you can't have that. So if you're going to have 14 Galvatrons, there's a, there's a canonical way to do a bunch of Masterpiece Megatrons all in one display. And that's the Megatron core. That's the manga from 2010. Yeah. When, 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 when Galvatron made six Megatron clones and you can put all your Megatron masterpieces together in a, in a display by themselves and it's canonical. It works. Then so you make that. them kiss. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> like another reason why I wouldn't host Outswan is because I don't have anything. I haven't gotten anything since Masterpiece Starscream. I'm going like, to steal this slot for a little while to talk about comic books. I mean, that's the trouble kind of that I have, too. Like, I, I've had a few new things come in, but I don't know. I, You know, we need to just have, uh, we, could, we could have the Anna Branded show where she just goes on about uh, whatever Anna stuff. thing from China that she got in a, you know, random box. And then... I, I think maybe next week, if we can get someone to host, ouch, I'll be getting the very ouch-worthy item this weekend. Oh, there you 2021 go. PF Con Exclusive. I will I will be obtaining. Just remember, I never announced it, but we're going to do a few Wednesdays of talking about Shattered Class during yeah. the ouch portion of our night. So, yeah, well, we're going to do a short show yeah. on Is that soon? Wednesday, actually. Wednesday. I just haven't announced it yet because I don't have permissions to the YouTube that I need to get yeah, from you. Just you just did. When? Yes, did. I did. Like, so did the comic already come out or no? The comic comes out Wednesday. So Tomorrow. Is tomorrow the first issue? I'm sorry, two, two days from now, the first issue? Yes, that's yeah. the first issue. Wait, we're so gonna you're doing a show on, like, when it comes out? Like, the day it comes it? out, that's like, right. Are you really reading it on the show, or what? We're going to do a live reading. Now, a dramatic reading of Shattered Glass. No, we're all going to download it that morning. We're going to read it before we do the show, and we're going to talk about our yeah. gut reactions. It's going to be Me, fun. Optimus Prime, mean. Me, Megatron, good and nice and story brand new. My whole idea towards doing the Shattered Glass comic show 
is so that we can talk about it right when it comes out. So the people who are on the edge of should they buy it before they get the toys, because the toys are just coming out a few weeks after the issues are actually hitting comic stores. So we can help people answer the question, should I bother buying a second issue and getting it early? Or should I just wait for my darn toy? And the answer it, is or should I never buy all the it? toys, buy all the toys, yeah. buy all the comics and don't like most of it. Problem solved. People definitely want to tune in for that. That'll be fun. That's different for us to do something timely. Like, yeah, I know. Very it's rarely, crazy. Like, I mean, we, we do some timely stuff here on Mondays, but not always. It'll be me and yeah. Christian and Serge and Nick. Yeah. Well, when some of this ex-transbox crap that we've talked about today finally materializes, maybe I'll be inclined to host uh, Ouch My Wallet for a night or two. <laughs> but right now, all i got some Ninja Turtle stuff that I don't think anybody cares about, really. So the show that you're talking about, Anna, is that going to be at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central? On Wednesday night. On Wednesday night, okay. Our normal slot. Cool. Yes, we were advertising it together. We were putting the time together and piecing it. Like a team. It was was great. Good job, Buzz. Pat on the back. So, and then are we still going to have a microcasters then on Thursday? Yep. I'm just going to podcast too much this week. There and have go. my first week of classes, and this weekend I'm just going to sleep. That'll be all right. It's exciting. So, uh, there will before, be a cut we... to tape, too, uh, coming out this week. Uh, Rick sent it to me last weekend, but I, I was out of town. So, um, Real quick before we leave, just out of curious, did anybody else get a bunch of stuff last week? Like, I feel like a big shipment of crap came over from China because I got – all my Super 7 Ninja Turtle stuff and two shipments of NECA stuff like that I ordered from NECA like within three days. And, you know, my wife's kind of like, what's all this? And I'm like, I ordered all this stuff at different times months and months ago. And it's just funny. It all sort of once like that had to this, come over on the same boat. This all happened right? same time. Not this time last year, but everything dropped beginning of December last year, like yeah. June, September, October pre-orders all landed. <laughs> In December. So, no, it's just kind of funny, you know. Yeah. Like, it used to be a much more transparent pre-pandemic. Like, I feel like that's how, just how things are shipping more. They're going more in batches as, as they're still trying to catch up. Apparently, they're all super-duper backed up with everything, all the things. Yeah, there, there's there's a ton of shipping issues that are getting worse. And, like, aren't they worried? Somewhere, like, that they're kind of worried about Christmas. About getting, yes. you know, whatever their big thing is out yeah. on the shelves. And I, I told my son this weekend, pick your Halloween costume by the end of this week because we need to order it now. Yeah. So, um, oh, Rob, is there a, a new turtle van or something that's six? Yeah, there's. There is a as uh, Antoine was bringing up. Uh, it looks to be like a third party turtle van, right? Um, we've had third party turtle stuff before. Um, we got a shredder and a crank, and, yep. and then it and they it. were great. Yeah, they're they're really they're stylized, but they're very good for what they are. Yep. Um, but yeah, that uh, scaled turtle van's cool. I I question what they're doing though, because NECA and Super Seven have both. Well, especially NECA said like we have one design, and we're working on like it, I think that thing's gonna come out for sure. And I think Super Seven is probably gonna do like their pre-order thing, and like if it gets enough sales, we'll do it like they did with the Thunder Tank. That's where I see that going, but this one may beat everybody to the punch, and it looks really nice, you know, for what it is. So, I know it's interesting. 
interesting. It's y'all were talking on the show last week, and, and I know I'm rambling, but I'm gonna do it. Y'all were talking on the show last week about how, um, you know, the imp- or two weeks ago about the impact of the movie, and you know, it's like one of the big things that killed Transformers was Ninja Turtles, and it's funny because Transformers was only on the air for like three years in the states, right? And then Turtles was on the air for ten years, ten years of new cartoons. That's insane. Um, we've never had a Transformer cartoon go anywhere near that. Um, but it doesn't have the fandom at all. Like even remotely, you know, like we didn't have dominated third party toys. We didn't have, there's not big Ninja Turtle conventions and a bunch of Ninja Turtle fan conventions going on. Right. Like we don't have any of that stuff. So it's, I don't know. There's something special with Transformers. I mean, this could be a topic, but I feel like Transformers is something that like you don't, you don't feel the urge to grow out of as much as you do the other like big cartoons and toy lines. Like every because it's puzzles, puzzle toys. Maybe every kid generation for a while has had a Ninja Turtles cartoon. You know, like it's been redone and still kid yeah. appealing. And then just like after you finish with childhood, you walk away from your Ninja Turtles, which is tragic because they're fun. I mean, yeah, but I don't it's... know. I think there's a resurgence of turtles like a couple years ago Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people you know got like collectors got those maybe i'm wrong it's no it's had two big major motion pictures in the last five years so there's turtles yes yes um Um, megan fox included Um, but like it's still nothing like transformers like kind of kind of what i think applies to the show tonight is no one's going to have, hey, let's talk about the third-party Ninja Turtles. Because right. there's two. You know? And there's a third thing maybe now coming out. Right? Like, it doesn't exist. Now, if you want to get into vintage knockoff turtles, oh, man, that is a deep hole. That is, like, it's like He-Man, Master of the Universe knockoff vintage stuff. That stuff's been bootlegged out the ass, and it's pretty fun. Um, but that you, you can't have a third-party conversation about any other toy line that I know of. It doesn't mean they're not there. That's a that's a transformer specialty. Why? That's, that's true. That, so. that, that's a di- that's probably a different topic, you know, as Anna yeah. said. Um, but it's it's interesting. Like Ninja Turtles killed Transformers, but Transformers is way bigger than Ninja Turtles will ever be and ever could hope to be. It, it was funny today with a similar toy line. Uh, Mattel announced their three new Street Sharks action figures, to which one of my text chains were like, "Who?" cares this much about street sharks i was shocked to realize that cartoon ran for three years so that cartoon had ran for as many years on the air as transformers did you know why because it's jawsome that's why it is jawsome i don't know masterpiece big slamu just sounds like a a good figure to have on my shelf (laughs) i did see online the the rollerblade street shark Someone made a custom of it out of the DC Universe uh, Classics King Shark figure, which is a two hundred plus dollar action figure, and they made a really nice yes. custom out of it. I was very confused about how to feel about this because it's a line that I don't care about. Customs that I normally don't care about. This one looked really nice, but they used an expensive, expensive toy to make the custom from. So I was very, very confused at how to feel. Here's the thing, Phil, like you, you said, like Street Sharks, like this feels obscure, but then two of your castmates instantly made Street Sharks references the moment you mentioned them. Yeah. yeah. However, though, that's the only Street Shark reference I can make. 
I know a lot of Street Shark references. I really like Street Sharks. Not they only were body did I find out the show lasts for three years, but it had a spinoff with Extreme Dinosaurs. <laughs> and the, the, the leader of the Extreme Dinosaur good guys was a T-Rex. And the leader of the Extreme Dinosaur bad guys was a raptor. And guess who voiced the leader of the Extreme Dinosaur bad guys? Gary Chalk. So Gary oh. Chalk was fighting a T-Rex on two different shows in the 90s. <laughs> That's funny. Like, I... Those I 80s issues. cartoons can go because I think they, they were 90s. These were 90s cartoons. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. It um, ran 94 to 97. If Wikipedia is accurate. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Uh, I was going to mention Book Club this week is going to be Sunday night at 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern on di- on the TF Talk Discord. Uh, this week they're doing More Than Me CI issues 45 and 46. Yeah, we finished um, Sins of the Rockers. Thank goodness. <laughs> Didn't y'all read those out of order? Uh, we didn't we read didn't Last read Stand, or Anna didn't. Right, we didn't go back and read Last Stand, but we were reading things chronologically. So, it's just like, you know, got to read it with no attachments to the characters. Made it a little different. Sin? How do you have context for Sins of the Records without reading Last Stand? Because the main plot of Sins is actually following from R.I.D. Like, what's happening there is actually from R.I.D. It's just the records come in. So it made sense. It's just I didn't have attachment to the Rutgers characters. That's fine. I guess without spoilers, it was another Prowl story. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, but but it's the only Prowl story with the giant blue whale transformer. It is. Oh, I would love to have that as a toy. Oh. Yeah. I think I read that on the airplane and it was just like, that's pretty awesome. I thought people were just joking around about like make releasing a title wave, but Mickey at a well, like I thought that was just a joke. I didn't realize that happened in a comic, but good grief. I would be all over that. Yeah. Just to, to wrap up here before we go, like, yes. Wait, we're still on. Yeah. spots has some really cool stuff. They're getting a lot of niche stuff out, which is great. It seems combiners have, died off in the third party world other than what people is you know what's starting what's going on but maybe maybe there's more coming out there's still a lot of combiners to do that's really what the gap is now lucas other than the legends combiners. legends yeah. combiners. correct sorry i'm talking about the mastery Little. stuff yeah you're, you're correct mm-hmm. um so, you know, i would like them to see i hope we see more masterpiece combiners coming out but i'm not sure especially with unique toys or dx9 or whatever it was being squeezed out um you know or maybe takara We'll finally figure out how to do it with Raiden and can start running with it because I still would like a better Masterpiece Devastator. But we'll see. I think the thing I want to end with tonight is that I'm Nice C is not a toy that I would buy. But I'm glad to see toys like that and Eris coming out because I'm glad to see some other ideas and other companies doing this and seeing something different coming out. You know, I, I feel some of the Transformers main lines have gotten a little stale. So it's nice to see both new designs and new engineering. And that's something that third party brings that other, you know, we're not always getting from mainline Hasbro stuff. 
Delia stole my thunder with final thoughts because I was going to say something very similar, except for the fact that I do like Nicey and I do have her and I will get her friend. But I really do like seeing these kind of Transformers adjacent things coming around because for me, I can get just as excited about new designs as I can about like original designs. Like, like there are some Transformers I'm really waiting for. Like when we get a Road Caesar of some sort that I I feel like I can buy because the TFC one kind of turned me off. I will be super excited. But in the meanwhile, you know, the Magical Henshin Girls was amazing to me. I really like looking at the Cane Toys stuff. Um, Nicey is super neat. So all these original-ish ideas are super cool. I'm glad that people are embracing them and they're getting to sell them. They're getting to sell their original ideas so that, you know, Paul can stop calling third parties IP thieves. Um, I mean, Paul's going to have his opinion and we're all going to disagree with it. And as we all should. Yeah, I mean, I I do think that, um, you know, I like to create a a shelf or like a little world or whatnot of some of those figures. So, like, I don't want, you know, one, like, one-off or whatnot. I want, like, a whole thing, uh, a line. So, if it's, like, the Unrestable Bastards where you could get, like, eight of them and then they had a couple other repaints and whatnot of it. Or, you know, like, in a, the, even though these nicey figures are not for me, the fact that they're kind of, you know, playing off the first one and then releasing a whole line of those, I think that that's, you know, pretty cool too. So, uh, Catherine also brings up that by nature of the Transformers being a species, she says that any Transforming robot toy that is not designated to be uh, to another franchise that you can put into your third party collection. So that sounds racist, but so just from another planet. That's basically I, what she's saying. I mean, I, I would say that, you know, um, since Paul says that third party is IP thieves, that uh, if you actually do something unique, that you wouldn't want to be it to be designated as third party. So. Oh, and I forgot to mention that people often ask about the um, the big Firebird Windblade. From what I've heard, it's going to end up, if it does ever come out, it's going to go the same direction and I see, and it won't be night. It won't be Windblade anymore. It'll be its own person. So it'll be a friend. A friend for the, the girls you don't like. Maybe they can go clothes shopping together. Or And something. actually buy clothes. Because they don't have any. Was that your joke? Yes, yes. They're naked robots. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I personally, I just want more Chuckster piece um, myself, so... Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, for me, like, the MMC reformat of Planet X is the third-party stuff that I still collect, so I, I like to see, you know, more of that, but I'm okay if... Uh, you know, if wrong is one of the last ones, uh, but at the same time, like that, uh, Optimus that MMC released was really good. So I'd love to see some more figures like kind of in that same, you know, style. I, I want more like the Optimus to come out just cause I think that provides money for more obscure releases that don't sell as well. And I, I want to see the IDW stuff keep going, yeah, but you I, know, I would too. But you know, well, it's dying off. Say it's, it's, it's grown. The no new fiction, we're, it's kind of dying off. Like the, we're referring to more than meets the eye and lost light. To to just yes. be 
certain. We're not talking about whatever. Mill. Just give me toys of Mill. Yes. <laughs> so. All right. Well, um, thank you uh, to you guys for uh, joining us tonight. And thanks to everyone in the chat uh, that, uh, that commented. So, uh, you know, Catherine and Zaldron, Ron, Antoine, uh, Paul. Um, thank uh, everybody else except him. <laughs> Uh, Daniel, um, who else did I miss? Oh, there was a lot of chat tonight. I think you hit hit the highlights. Yeah, so I think I think I hit uh, hit most of the people. I apologize. Thank you so much. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah thanks, guys. thanks everybody for joining in. So. Thanks for talking about third party. See you in uh, nine months when we're allowed to do it again. <laughs> there, there you go. Well, maybe we'll talk after. Uh, if TFCon happens, um, and, and, and if anybody know, reveals uh, anything, yeah, that's true. So it's going to be a virtual reveal stream. So. We're going to live it, no, stream it, PulseCon at TFCon. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's right. PulseCon's at the same, same weekend, same isn't it? Or same something? weekend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that, oh, feels, that feels purposeful. Um, I was going to mention there's a fan first Friday for Transformers this Friday. Uh, Let's so, say go. Yes. So, Star Saber, um, I think may be uh, revealed there. So we'll see. Is that the next? Is that the next Haslab? We think or no? Yeah. The next Haslab kind of got leaked slash somewhat announced as the Ranker Monster it's just today. So then, what is Star Saber? Is that Haslab or Haslab. it's also a Haslab. Haslab? Oh, it's, it's okay. The next Haslab. It might be later. Like there, I don't want to throw out rumors. Got it. Bye, everyone. Anyway, thanks, guys. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting. And on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha <laughs> ha!